Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Welcome to another episode, my friends. I'm so thankful that you're here and that you're tuning in today. I am so honored that you have decided to just give me a few minutes of your time to listen in. Um, I would love to just catch up with you and let you know what's currently going on in my own life. Um, I know my last episode, I was able to invite in a gorgeous speaker for you, Elisa Trochia, and I hope that you were encouraged by her message. And I just love being able to bring in powerful, influential women to inspire and encourage us in our walks of life, in our careers, and in our personal growth and development. So to catch up with you all, um, last week, we celebrated my youngest son, Ezekiel, which we call Zeke. Um, It was his seventh birthday. And if I can just be completely transparent with you guys, Um, I am not the best at planning birthdays um, or parties or anything of that nature. In fact, I was literally so stressed out about this (laughs) that I, it was literally up in the air on whether I was even going to do anything because I just don't really have that knack for, um, you know, creating this gorgeous little birthday with all the party favors and the balloons and the decorations and you know, all the Pinterest things. So I went on Pinterest and I thought, okay, Pinterest is going to be my helper. And I know at the time, like um, he's really into dinosaurs. So I was like, oh, perfect. I'm gonna do this dinosaur theme. And I went on to Pinterest, decided that I was going to host it at the park invite some family friends over and it would just be picture perfect. And I will say the pictures turned out fantastic. (laughs) I was able to get some really cute pictures of everything that I worked so hard for, but we literally had the craziest, most windy day. Uh, We had rented this pavilion And of all the days in Florida, which I don't know where you are listening from, but in Florida, I mean, you just never know with the weather. It was beautiful, it was warm, but it was extremely windy. So all of my tablecloths were flapping everywhere. My balloons that I had bought were blowing away and eventually were completely gone into the sky. I had bought all these cute little, party things that have little dinosaurs on them that you kind of, you know, they're like these little pictures that you, that were glued onto these little sticks that you put into the hors d'oeuvres. And I was able to get it all to kind of stay long enough for me to take some noteworthy pictures so that I could post them later. 
But if you all only knew the behind the scenes, oh my gosh. Anyways, all of that to say, it was a time of reflection for me and, um, you know, for our son, his name is Ezekiel. We call him Zeke. And I thought about the day that he was born and it made me just kind of reminisce about I had well, what had happened and all the events that transpired on that day was just absolutely crazy. And I, I thought, you know, I should share this because I don't really tell the story in great detail very often. Um, so this episode today is just kind of sharing with you heart to heart about, you know, the challenges and the just all the things that led up to this sweet, sweet birthday surprise. So stay tuned, my friends. So Zeke was born on January 31st. And at the time, my husband and I were living in Pennsylvania, um, just a stone's throw away from New York. (laughs) Um, And I had decided for whatever reason that I was going to try to go the midwife route with having my second child. And I went in for what I thought was going to be a routine visit and just to kind of prepare, lay the groundwork um, with my second pregnancy. I had a lot of complications. I had a lot of pelvic damage from my previous pregnancy with my older son, Little Dale, which is Dale the Fourth, which is a whole other story. Um, So I won't get into that right now. But basically what happened was I was not able, my body was not able to support this baby. So I had to see a pain management doctor because I was not really able to walk even just a few steps without excruciating pain. So they gave me this contraption that I had to wear every day, especially towards the latter parts of the pregnancy, that would hold the baby for me because my body just was not able to hold him. So here I am strapped into this contraption that held the baby up and was strapped to my back. I go in and basically waddle in (laughs) Um, on January 31st for this ultrasound that I, or not ultrasound, but for this visit that I thought was going to be routine. And I explained to the midwife, you know, I'm a little nervous because I felt that I was losing all of my fluid. And she kind of brushed me off. And, you know, I explained to her, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I really, really think that's what's going on. So she told me, she looked at me and she's like, all right, well, if it will make you feel better, we'll go ahead and do an ultrasound. So they did. Sure enough, all of the fluid was gone. And I get a call. I go home from the ultrasound. I get a call about an hour later, two hours later from the, you know, the midwife. And she's like, we need to get you into the hospital now. And we need to deliver this baby like today. So my husband and I were like, all right, well, we made arrangements. My mother and father-in-law watched our older son and I go into the hospital. They induce um, the labor and five and a half hours of extreme pain (laughs) later, Ezekiel was born. And I remember 
at that time, like just being thankful that he was here and I held him and I looked at his little almond shaped eyes and really didn't think a whole lot of it other than I did it. (laughs) I had this baby and pushed him out and I was exhausted and I was tired and stressed out completely. But here he was. So I have this baby. I tell my husband, okay, why don't you go home? He was exhausted at this point. And I said, go home, get some rest. You know, the nurses rushed off with, you know, they were taking care of him and all the things. And I just was like, I am so fried. (laughs) So he leaves and goes home. And there I am, you know, it was in the wee hours of the evening, just sitting there in the hospital bed with a little baby next to me and thinking, wow, I have another son. And the nurse comes in, I don't know, probably like two hours later. And this is where everything in my life and our lives changed completely. Within, I don't know, literally moments of me just kind of watching the nurse come in, she picks up Ezekiel, and all of a sudden she literally ran out of the room. And I thought, well, that's weird. It just seemed so urgent how she left, and she didn't say anything to me. And I I kind of got a little nervous because I thought, well, what what happened? Like, what's going on? Is everything okay? I was in no position to get out of the hospital bed. Um, I had just had a very traumatic induced birth and I sat there and the room was very dark and I thought, well, what in the world is going on? A few minutes later, a whole team of doctors came into my room. There was about five individuals there um, I'm assuming some of them were nurses. There were a couple of doctors there. And they just, their faces looked very grave. And my heart almost just stopped. And what they told me was um, that they had believed that my child had a seizure. And they felt they needed to life flight him to another hospital. And it was very hard for me to even conceive that, you know, exactly what they were saying and that, you know, my little tiny little baby, all of five pounds and a few ounces, had had a seizure. So my instant response was to just panic. And I was told that I could no longer hold him, which was honestly at that moment one of the hardest things because... I'm a mom, you know, I just birthed this little baby and I just wanted to see him. So they put him in an incubator and um, it, it was some time before they gave me permission to see him before he got on the helicopter. So the nurses put me in a wheelchair and they wheeled me into the room, the waiting, like this waiting room. And here he was in this little incubator, all wrapped in all of these little wires. And, you know, it, it, it was it was very surreal. I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience. 
And I sat there and I couldn't even cry because I didn't even know what to feel. I didn't, I couldn't even process the information that this little baby that I've only known for a few hours was getting on a helicopter and my husband wasn't here. I was all by myself and I sat there and I stared at him and out of the blue, out of nowhere, this lady comes behind me and she was a nurse that worked there and she said, honey, it's going to be okay. And she started singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. And she kept singing, Jesus loves me. And she said, your baby is going to be fine. And when, when she told me that, I literally felt myself be able to release and process the information and tears just started streaming down my face. And I, to this day, have no idea what she looks like because I couldn't move my body. I literally sat there just weeping and basking in her comfort. It was like she was an angel and her, her words and her doing that literally meant the world to this distraught mom. And I literally pressed my face up against the, the glass of this little incubator. And I told Zeke that I loved him and I would see him soon and a whole team came in and they surrounded and I was wheeled back away and I watched them all carry him out and load him onto the helicopter and I watched the helicopter fly away. So long story short, um, I finally was able to get a hold of my husband and I told him I didn't know what was going on but he needed to meet me at the hospital and that I was going and I was advised, like, I was in no condition to travel. This hospital was quite a drive away from where I was. My husband was about an hour and a half from me. And um, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law came and drove to me and scooped me up and took me so that I could be there for my baby in this strange children's hospital where I told my husband to meet me. And I tell you what, I was so thankful for their comfort and just having them help me and giving me the strength because I could barely walk. I was very, I was just in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of shock and it was a lot of comfort to me. I'll never, I'll never forget what they did for me that day. And I met my husband at the hospital, and that's where we were told that our baby had been diagnosed with Down syndrome, which was even more of a shock, if you can imagine, going from the fear and the worry of him having a seizure to finding out he had a permanent disability was once again, just so much to digest. And I broke down and just started crying. And I, my first thoughts were, this can't be true. Like, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, not my baby and why God? And like, what is in the world does that even mean? What is our future going to look like? It's just so much 
went through my head. And I looked over, I remember I looked over at my husband and he just, he literally, his face just showed very little expression. Like I could see that he was shutting down and he was digesting it. And even the doctor was like, is your husband okay? Like I'm worried about him. You know, it was just, it was more than a lot. It was a day that is etched in our minds we'll never forget. And the hospital that night actually gave us a voucher so that we, my husband and I, because we lived so far from this hospital, they gave us this voucher for us to have a night at a hotel that was very close to the campus so that we could get some sleep. And they told us, you know, there's nothing you can do for the baby. We need to put him, you know, and hook him up to all these things. You need to just go get some rest. So my husband and I, kind of not even knowing what we were doing, we went to this hotel. And this was the first time that him and I had been able to really just be alone and be together. My older son went home with grandma and grandpa. And I remember like laying in the bed and I snuggled up against his back and we didn't say anything. We just laid there. And the comfort that I felt in his body and knowing that we were in this together, that we didn't know what the future was gonna hold. But at that moment, I was so grateful to have quiet and to have my husband next to me and to rest. And, you know, those are days when they feel like they you lived an eternity and you lived a lifetime in just that one day. That's kind of how I felt. And I realized that life is not perfect, that my baby wasn't perfect. And, you know, it's in those imperfect times that you realize just how much we need each other and we need God. And I share all of this to encourage you because, you know, you may be going through something right now where you literally feel like your world is crumbling at your feet and you're not alone. And I hope that's a comfort to you. And that's why I wanted to share this story because it is sometimes just so hard when life is just not perfect and you feel that your world and that you are not perfect. And even, you know, here I am seven years later, reliving this day and sharing it is hard. But I just want you to know that when life throws you these curveballs, whether it's in your personal life or your family, your children, your spouse, your, your job, whatever it is that you're going through. Tomorrow is another day and life does go on. And, you know, as I was celebrating this birthday and looking at the joy and all of the people that surrounded us that literally have been touched by his life. And you know, the thoughts that I used to have about why God, why did you choose us now are thoughts of thank you, God. Thank you 
for choosing us because our life would not be the same if he had not chosen us to be his parents. And you know, it's sometimes we just, it takes hindsight. You know, um, you see things perfectly later on. And I want to encourage you that whatever you're going through right now, it might seem like hell. It might seem like your life is literally the worst it could ever be. And in those moments, reach out to God, trust in Him, and know that you will get through this, that there is hope, that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and that God can take everything and work it out for good in your life. And, you know, I share this story. I, I went a little bit longer on this podcast than I normally do because I've I've just honestly had a lot going on in my own life. I, I recently suffered a miscarriage and that was hard and I, I had a hard time bouncing back because once again I was in that place in my life where I wondered why God did this have to happen? Why did it even have to happen at all if, if this was going to be the outcome? And I questioned. And, you know, celebrating the, the this life, you know, Zeke and seeing my older son and, and his joy at, you know, helping us plan this little birthday surprise and all the people in our life that came and our family and friends that loved and have just been there for us through all of this just made me once again come to that, you know, acceptance in my life that life is just not perfect. And it's not going to be, and it never has been, and it never will be. So, friend, you're not alone. And, you know, I was, I've been vulnerable with you, and I've shared with you, you know, all of this because I hope it will encourage you. And, you know, you're just, you're important to people around you and to God. So don't ever give up, okay? Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and, you know, I'm so grateful for all of you. If this podcast has been any bit of encouragement in your life, please do me a favor and just leave me a review, whatever platform you're listening on. I'd be so grateful. It helps me keep this going. Be encouraged. Be blessed, my friends. Until next time. Thank you.